this is probably Flavor Family's favorite episode know, or section we do each week. So we much. get the most comments, most requests, most emails, most inboxes, everything about this segment. We got a special guest that helps you look through the eyes of a producer, usually talking about news items before everyone mm-hmm. else is, and another angle that you might not have expected. She's former Fox News uh, producer, Newsmax. Major League Baseball. She speaks fluent sarcasm. She's the current producer of The Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson. Mm-hmm. And she's got the hottest sub stack online right now. The one, the only, Brianna Morello. Yay! Welcome! Woo! Another fabulous introduction. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> it, it, to have you on the show. it continues growing and evolving. It it's, just, it's just too much. But what we do on this, for those of you that are... Uh, uninitiated in, in, in this episode, we go through her Twitter feed for the most part. And, uh, uh, she's kind of still in the fight. Hasn't yep. been escorted out of the mm-hmm. room yet. Her Twitter following is blowing up. She's well in the six figures and followers, but she's in there sharing truth in an otherwise leftist echo chamber. You can find her at, at Brianna Morello. If, if, if you're listening to this and you have a Twitter account and you forgot how to find it or whatever, like Open it up and just it's go there and it. give her a follow. We need to support the good guys when they're doing a battle that you're not willing to do because she's duking it out with the left every single day. That's she's like, exactly the, she's like right. the last real human left in a zombie apocalypse uh, over there <laughs> in, inside Twitter. But your Substack is the new area Man, where you're like dropping, dropping truth and scorching earth everywhere you go. Tell us about your Substack. Thank you. So it's it's mainly just like brief little pieces that I wanted to put together. Um, when Emerald and I were talking about what kind of, cause Emerald was the one who was like, you gotta do a sub stack. You gotta do a sub stack. And so I was like, okay, but I want it to be different. I don't want it to be what everyone else is doing. So we kind of came up with the idea is I'm going to reach out to comment on stories. And then, cause like sometimes people don't respond back when you reach out to comment for yep. comment. And so I wanted to air them out if they're not going to respond back. Uh, so my latest piece is up there today. Uh, governor DeSantis is uh, one of his campaign directors for the rapid response team, uh, received a tweet. Uh, yesterday, late yesterday evening, uh, someone saying, if one person deserves every horrible thing that is coming her way, especially rape, it's Christina, referring to her director. Uh, it's obviously a vile to put up there. Yeah, it's awful. And so when she reshared it, just saying, you know, like another violent Democrat, because they always want to phrase us as the frame us as the violent ones. Um, I, I reported that tweet and many people did as well. Uh, if you went down the original tweet that she reposted, uh, everyone said that they reported it. But then I got something that was super, super odd. And um, it it was a response back from Twitter a couple of hours later saying that that tweet doesn't violate their safety policy, which was deeply concerning. Yeah, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see the actual screenshot of it. And so that was their response to it. Uh, It's one more down. Yep, perfect. So in it, you'll see that they actually say that they they don't, um, it didn't violate their their safety policy. I mean, rape is a pretty serious thing yep. if we're out there, especially when you're encouraging it on a female and somebody who you're just, you, you're politically opposed to. Um, I would say that should be a deep concern where you have to copy their, you should get their IP addresses. You should send the police knocking on their door. Yep. Um, but unfortunately, Twitter didn't agree with me. So then a couple of hours later, I sent them this message that you're seeing right here on your screen, reaching out for comments because the tweet was still out this morning when I checked. So I sent them that message. And then a couple of minutes later, it went down mysteriously. Oh, I never got gone. response. Yeah, they took it down. But I never got response to my, my request for comment. But I'm assuming just based off of their removal of the tweet, that yep. was their response. Um, so, yeah, we won't know if it was a human being who flagged that and said that it doesn't qualify for their safety policy or if it was kind of like a computer that kind of 
shift sifted through it. But the word, the word rape was in there. So even if it was a computer right. generated, that should have flagged it immediately for any kind of computer to kind of uh, say flag this. And this probably should right. be on the internet. Uh, but that's a real violent threat. And they, they, they take down everyone else who allude to threats potentially that they say. Allude to yep. But not when they um, come and, against a staffer for a conservative DeSantis. Yep. Yeah. Spokesperson exactly, exactly. For Christina's a, sweet. She's sharp. Yeah, she's a spoke. She was his press secretary prior. She's sharp. She's good at what she does. But she receives a lot of ridicule for it uh, from the left, and they expect her just to take it and and to not push back because that's what most people do in the in the Republican side of things. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for them, she's not like that. Neither is the governor, and so she comes at them swinging every day. Um, so they're just not ready for it. But it's it's just unfortunate that that had to happen. It is. That's really sad. Let's stay on this whole thing with DeSantis, though. I want to make sure for people that are listening, though, they know how to find the Substack. Oh, yeah. You put it on the screen, but I want to make sure if you're on the radio, you're on Apple, you're on, on Podbean, one of these places, it's uh, the Substack is Brianna Morello.substack.com. Mm-hmm. So B R E A N N A M O R E L L O.substack.com. My only request, if you could just change your name to like, like, you know, Kim, Kim Smith or something just for this. Or... That's so much spelling. I know. I know. Don't worry. I'll make sure when I do get married, it's somebody with a simple last name. No kidding. No yeah, no like Schwartzkies <laughs> exactly. or Shashevskis or any of that kind of stuff. Just, just, just weed them out. Tough enough already. You're like, what's your last name? Okay, uh, that's too hard. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> we could have a funny rant there, but let's jump into your, your Twitter feed. Yes. And, uh, uh, we'll right stay on the, the DeSantis thing because this is kind of interesting. Jared Kushner criticizes DeSantis' fight uh, flight of immigrants to MV. Uh, we have to remember that these are human beings. They're people. So seeing them being used as political pawns is very troubling to me. Talk oh, so, about so that. Jared Kushner is very troubled, but this was yeah. put out by Ron Flipikowski. I'm not sure exactly yeah. who he is, but he basically just takes a, uh, conservative content, different issues, and just puts it out there like chum in the water, like throwing bloody chickens into a shark tank uh, for his followers. And his mm-hmm. he's not a conservative by any stretch. He's, you know, got the Ukraine flag going. He basically <laughs> is trying to to stir up anger towards conservatives to a leftist audience. So he's definitely aligned with Jared yep. Kushner. So I love what you had to say there. Jared Kushner never misses an opportunity to prove how unlikable he actually is. Yeah. Love it. Talk about yeah, that. Yes. I mean, Jared Kushner wants to talk about being humane. I mean, this is a man who owns, you know, several properties around the country. And, you know, when a lot of single mothers are going through hardships, he was still pushing to get them evicted from their house. Um, He is is such, um, I hate using the term privileged, but he reeks of privilege every time he speaks because he doesn't understand, you know, what the average American is actually going through. He is just those typical, that we always talk about, those Democrat celebrity elitists who look down and tell us all to have more sympathy. But the reality of it is, is when illegal immigrants come to this country, they move into low-income communities, and Americans who are already struggling to get by are forced then to take in those illegal immigrants to their communities. And with whatever limited resources they have, they're forced to now share those with people who are not paying into the system. Uh, The school system is, is the best example of that. In New York, we had that happen quite often. One of our local law, um, one of our pu- public school districts, uh, Wyandanche School District, mm-hmm. was forced to cancel its after school programs and its sports programs because they were having such a wide amount of illegal immigrants coming in. They need that money for ESL classes, annexes to the building, all of these things. So he doesn't realize that because he is not one of those people who were affected by it. Right. So when Governor DeSantis is taking them and putting them in Martha's Vineyard, which is, by the way, probably like one of the nicest areas in the country to ever be shipped to. I yeah. know many Americans 
who would love a one-way trip, just like a nice little vacation, you <laughs> exactly. know? Um, but they weren't, they weren't kidnapped. They signed, they signed waivers saying that they were willingly going there. Um, so there, there's no reason for him to say this. Uh, anyone that you talk to who worked in the administration will tell you that Jared has always been toxic. Uh, mm-hmm. And he probably out of anyone else in the administration was the one who mostly profited off of working um, in the administration. Yep. I, I don't know anyone else who's profited as much as he has with his relationships with Israel and all in Saudi Arabia. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't really feel bad for him. And I know a lot of people like to walk in eggshells about Jared Kushner and they don't want to make comments publicly. They want to be back in the Trump administration when he does run and win again, um, Donald Trump. But, you know, I, uh, it's, it's where I kind of fall out with, I don't, I don't. You got got to call call balls and and strikes. You got to call balls and strikes because, you know, man, I got, you know, I still got my, this is a Trump 2020 band rubber that I'm staying here until either biodegrades (laughs) or they haul me off to the gulags and and take it from me then. (laughs) Uh, but you gotta, you know, uh, you know, you gotta call things, you know, yeah. as they are producer Colton brought to me the day. Where's his, what's the address of his new house? He's bought like a new apartment or something in New York. It's like six, 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 fifth Avenue. Yeah. Uh, in New York, which New is York interesting. City. Six, six, six. Just weird. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. weird. Like, you know, you're, you're, why would your house, you know, have a demonic number for the address? I don't know. Yeah. It, it doesn't make him a bad person. Yeah. It just means like, okay, I'm just going to keep stacking things over here. Yep. Keep and, an eye uh, on him. And when his name comes up. It's rarely positive mm-hmm. for anybody yeah. besides Jared Kushner. So yeah. uh yeah. Leave it at that. I don't and I, I don't think he, I don't think he served a president very well. Yeah, and he's one of those New Yorkers who left New York and moved to Miami. Hello, dude. <laughs> like if you don't like it, you're get out. Get out. Exactly. That's why all the Floridians hate us when we move to when we move to Florida because we come here with our liberal ideology. You're like, where'd you come from? Oh no, you're from New I York. Know. All right, one more kind of, kind of kind of dark story, um, and then we'll move to a lighter one to end on a good note here. But well, um, kind of. We'll play this CNN article here. Yeah, um, this is CNN sad. says uh, a man in North Dakota was charged with felony vehicular homicide after he fatally struck a teenager with his SUV following mm. what he said was a political argument, authority said. Um, let's have you elaborate on that a little bit because you got a few a few tweets on this. Yeah, it's pretty it concerning. Kind of, but first off, CNN doesn't even say what actually happened. They're actually just dancing around it because only only right-wingers could be extremists, right? This, this, this left-wing terrorist, and that's what he is, uh, mowed down this 18-year-old child with his car because, and this is, and this was the part that, of course, CNN included that he thought he was a right-wing extremist, and that's that same rhetoric that we hear from the White House. Um, so, so they're using it, they're echoing it, they've been echoing it, and then this individual used this car to run over this child, and uh, is trying to is trying to pretty much minimize it as if it was just a political argument. No, it wasn't. He was targeted because he's a conservative and he's an 18 year old child, and you use your car as a weapon. And you ran him over and you killed him. I mean, look at this. He is beautiful. Yep. And the fact that they he took is. his life for no reason is just disgusting. And then he gets in front of a judge and tells a judge that he doesn't want this ruining his life. And that he has a family. You know, this this kid had a family. How right. dare you? How dare you? Well, he had a life um, also that's, that's, that's been ruined. That's um, because the, of this the, man. You, yeah. you put up the picture of, of this guy. There's a New York Post article that people can uh, will link down below. Mm-hmm. Um, these people are evil, pure evil, murdered an 18-year-old because he was conservative. If the roles were reversed, this would be national. Oh, there's no doubt about news. It. Um, yeah. So what what what's this guy doing right now? How 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 long, and what do they do? Well, well, I'm not sure how long he's facing criminally. He has not yet been charged with any type of hate crime, um, which I think is due. It's long overdue at this point. Um, 
It's it's everything's still playing out a bit. Uh, I believe he posted bail though from the last. Story and it wasn't like fifty thousand dollars or something like that. It wasn't. It even, was extremely yeah. low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fifty thousand dollar bond. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I mean, let's be honest. When you run over somebody and you mow them down, you're running them over. There's intent behind that. You're intending yep. to kill them. That's so right. so this should be this should not be like a manslaughter charge. This has to be he has to be held fully accountable. But there also should be a hate crime charge slapped onto this as well because if that ch- if that child was not politically involved or or had any type of opinion politically, he would still be alive to this yeah. day. It was based on his political viewpoints, which got him killed. And that needs Sad. to be um, that needs to be handled as well. There needs to be justice for that as well. I totally. It was in the agree. Dakotas too, which yeah. is kind of a Colton has yeah, a comment. Sh- Shannon Brandt, the guy that actually hit the kid, uh, he actually was one that called the police to say he did it and let them know yeah. it was over political argument. He he like freely mm-hmm. admitted it on the call while he was calling to let them know that the kid was hit. Yeah. Uh, there's there's yeah. and so there's no question of like where was this and then to give him a fifty thousand dollar bond. I mean that's that's yep. That's crazy. Well, it's definitely somebody shouldn't yeah. be on the streets because it's not like an, an accidental no. cleaning his gun or something happened or it wasn't even a DUI. He was completely sober, completely clear-headed, mm-hmm. and drove his car into another human being with the intent to kill. Um, yeah. It's yeah. sad. It, it's disturbing. All right. Okay, this next this one is now. more heartwarming. <laughs> this is heartwarming, but Which it's every, still I can't believe this more happened. Heartwarming. It's heartwarming with some you know violence. Okay, so you have a friend, uh, you have a good friend, Liz Lemry Joy is running for Congress in New York. Liz was getting her nails done when a man came in and began stabbing her nail tech. This woman almost died that day if Liz did not step up and help her. Liz is the kind of fighter we need in Washington, D.C. I, I want to meet this Liz Lemmer wow. Joy, but let's play, let's play this interview well, clip real quick, and then we'll get your, yeah. get your comment. She was armed with a knife and brass knuckles. Liz Joy wasn't even supposed to be in the salon that day. He was a violent offender and had been released from jail. Thomas stormed into that salon and stabbed and nearly beat her to death. Violent offenders are released out onto the streets. We need to fix cashless bail. It's amazing that both she and Denise survived the vicious attack. He turned the attack on me, but I fought back. Now I'm fighting to fix our laws to keep all of us safe. I'm Liz Joy, and I approve this message. Come on. Uh, That gets me every time I see it, I become so enraged. I mean, Liz Joy, and by the way, you guys can meet her. She would probably love to come on your podcast. I could could help you. We would love that. She's a friend of mine. She is like this super, she's a grandma now, but she is like this badass conservative, soft-spoken, but she's She's got punch in her. I mean, this yep. woman is a fighter. This is somebody you want in Washington, D.C., bending for all of us. Um, so I'll give you a little background. A couple of years back, I, I met Liz back in 2019. So this happened prior to 2019. Liz was getting her nails done. The nail tech who was doing her nails was going through a separation from her husband. Um, her husband at the time had barged into the nail salon while Liz was getting her nails done and pulled out a butcher knife and started butchering his wife while uh, Liz oh. was there. And um, she's alive, thankfully, yeah. but she's really only alive because of Liz Joy. Uh, Liz, it's fearless, was not was not afraid of the knife. Um, and I don't know why she didn't include her wounds. She had bruises all over her hands, all over her arms, and all over her legs. I mean, this woman went down and brawled with this man to save this woman's life. Police wow. said it was one of the worst. <laughs> it was one of the worst situations that they've ever seen because there was so much blood. There was just so much everything. The woman, thankfully, is alive now to this day. That's a but like miracle. I said, it's literally because of Liz Joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this woman stopped her th- this man from killing her. 
and he was trying to kill her. He was, he was, you know, doing uh, what you would do if you were, if you were hunting and trying to kill an animal, right. uh, the, the, the marks he was making with a butcher knife. So, um, I, I don't endorse candidates normally. I don't really back anyone, even though I have friends who are running for office around mm-hmm. New York state. I, I kind of stay out of things because I always say you never know who someone's appearance to when they get to when they get to office. Right. Uh, so I like to back away from it. But Liz is one of those people who I have to say is phenomenal. It would be an honor to have her in DC. It really would for this country uh, because uh, she doesn't back down. She's not a coward. And um, yeah, she's like the sweetest woman you think, but then she's like she'll go right in there and she'll get them. I mean, she's she's fearless. She's fearless. Uh, I mean, obviously, to tough, tough times don't don't yeah. don't wow, build character. They reveal it. They reveal yeah. it. Yeah. You know that had to that that just reveals who she is as a person. And that moment highlighted it. That's exactly right. Yeah, she's Man. incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for People sharing that story. That's really powerful. We would absolutely love to meet her and have the opportunity to interview. Liz Joy, her if you're watching, give us a call. <laughs> Veronica, hook us up. We'd love to have you on, on the show. We love to highlight people that are doing the right things because there's so many opportunities we take advantage of to talk about bad things right. that are going on. It's like yeah. when you see somebody good, it's like oh. Thank you, God. Let's talk about this person. And she sounds like one of them. That's exactly right. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. She'll definitely be happy to join you. And she's 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 also a fellow fellow ivermectin user when she had COVID, which the local media hated. Oh, uh, I so, bet. So, so she's she's great. <laughs> Man, That's that it. is awesome. So go to twitter.com forward slash Brianna Morello. You'll be able to follow her throughout the week. Give us some comments down below. What were some 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 tweets you saw there? If you're on her Twitter feed and there's ones that we didn't hit because I get in trouble because I try to pick them out. Oh, I get too David many. has like eight, you know, sometimes even more. I'm like, David, we have that little segment here. So we got it. No, can't use this. Can't use this. He's, but I really like oh, that one. So but it's so good. <laughs> so if we missed ones well, you guys you, liked, David. let us know down in the notes below and uh, give her give her a follow. There's a yes. few good people that are still on Twitter till eventually kind of sweep them over to the side. And uh, she's one of them. Cat Turd, Dang Dinesh is on there. There's yeah. a few few good Jack Posobiec. There's some good guys on there still. So, but not many. So give them some love. That's exactly right. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us today. Big day in the widest family. We got a new shipment in from MyPillow.com. And Reagan the Doberman got some new stuff. Ray dog. Wesley. Come on, check it out. Come on. Probably wouldn't be if we weren't doing construction or a studio, but it's happening. All right, this some slippers. Slippers, not for you, Reagan. What is going on? Maybe two sets so that he has slippers too. Yes, Reagan. What do we got going on in here? Some sheets. sheets. These are not for you. You did not. Avery, get... Avery's been making orders. <laughs> Somebody got to hold my credit card. I think so. Queen, stripe, light gray, yeah. not for Reagan. Not for Reagan. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> More <laughs> slippers. You guys know how much I love I'm even wearing my slipper. Oh, my God. All right. I think we're down I to the nitty-gritty. Oh, man. 
And a little Wesley size bed. <laughs> a Reagan bed and a Wesley bed. And a Wesley bed. What do you think, Ray? What do you think, Wes? Ray. What so then, think? I think you throw them into the dryer. The dryer was fluff them up. Are you guys excited? Are you pumped? Are you fired up? Are you pumped or what? Are you pumped or what? Ben. 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 Oh, we love you. I love you. Can you give it a howl? I love you. Do you see how much you like your bed? For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.